All right, everyone, welcome in to the, the newest episode of 302 Sports Talk. I'm one of your co-hosts, Ty, and we have the, the whole gang back with us today. We got Jeff and Ben. How's it going, guys? Hey. What's up? Howdy, howdy. Ben was off. Uh, We're he was, here. He was on a, on a road, road, road trip. How was that, Ben? It was good. Went to Colorado. Got out of Kansas to see some mountains for a little bit, and um, <laughs> no, it was good. We went to Colorado. That's where my in-laws are. Um, did a few things while we were there. Got to watch some football, um, hang out with family. So it was good. It's awesome. Do, do your in-laws listen to this podcast, Ben? No. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell us how it really was then. It's all good. <laughs> no, I really do like my in-laws. I, I feel fortunate. They're they're a lot of fun to be around and um, you know, always willing to help out our family. So AKA they do listen to the podcast. <laughs> 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 a little oh, something right there, Ben. A little something. Some <laughs> <laughs> brown nosing. Yeah, some brown nosing. <laughs> well, Ben, I don't know. I think you you, you said you listened to it last week. What did you think of the NFL games last week? Um, and uh, what do you expect for this week? I thought they were really good. Um, the Packers and Rams game, I don't think I saw very much of, but I was following the score. And I I just kind of felt like the Packers were going to win. Um, the Ravens and – or let's see. No, I'm thinking two weeks ago. Was that last week? Yeah, the Ravens and Bills. Rams, Ravens, and Ravens, Bills. Yeah. yeah, last yeah. week. That's right. I'm, that's right. So the Ravens and Bills, I thought that one was going to be a little bit closer than I thought. Um, I feel like the Bills score a lot of points, but they only scored 17 points, so it wasn't really yeah. like a big blot or anything. I think the really good ones were the Browns and Chiefs and the Buccaneers and Saints. Yeah. Um, I was a little nervous that the Chiefs weren't going to pull it off, um, especially with Mahomes kind of going out late kind of in the third or fourth quarter i think it was but they held on to win so everyone here in kansas is happy <laughs> i was i was really ho- i was hoping that that the, that the browns would, would be able to pull pull it off I, I, me and ben me and ben me and jeff gave our um our predictions last week and i knew that i should have picked the pack but i went with jeff's rams that was disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> that was your uh, big you, mistake. Uh, <laughs> you're not the only one who was disappointed. <laughs> oh man! Well, we had a good slate of games last last week, um, and I declared myself as as a bill as a bill a believer, um, and so. Uh, I declare Biddle's uh, fandom. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
been all over the place this this NFL se- season. Like me and Jeff talked about, I've been like the Raiders and the Bills, and and then I declared to you that I'm going to like whatever team that Zach Wilson's on. So as yeah, long as it's was, not the Jets, but <laughs> I was a little surprised that you switched from like saying you were going to be fully committed to Zach Wilson's team to declaring your allegiance and loyalty to uh, the Bills, but the Bills. I don't know. They're a, I feel like they're a fun team to watch. So I know yeah, they are. I can't give you a hard time for that. Well, like they're not there. It's my loyalty for this season, this season. And, and as long as Zach Wilson doesn't end up on the Jets, if he's on the Jets, then I won't, I won't cheer for the Jets, but <laughs> what, if, what if he's on the Rams? I, uh, I, I don't know. I, <laughs> I have to think to, to, to think for, well, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I think that that, 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 that might actually be, be a good fit for him. I don't know. I'd have to think, think about it, but <laughs> especially after last week. <laughs> he, he'd I need saw, to pray first. <laughs> pray first. I saw a mock draft where uh, they had Zach Wilson going to the Falcons, which is where I've been saying all along that he should yeah. go. I would lo- love that. I, I'd love that, to be honest. I just think it would be really good for him to go to – I know the Falcons didn't have a great record this last year, but I feel like they have a lot of pieces around where instead of like a totally rebuilding – team like the Jags or the Jets Zach Wilkinson could go somewhere where some good pieces around him I think that would just just set him up for success you know yeah I I I agree and and he'd be able to sit behind Ryan for a year or two and wouldn't wouldn't be immediately thrust into the start starting role and which would probably be be good for him so exactly well, well, boys, yeah. Well, boys, let's start off with our first, our first, our first discussion of the of the episode. Um, we discussed the big, um, the big trade uh, um, of James Harden going to the to the Nets, and me and Jeff, we both had we both had a feeling that it probably wasn't going to turn out very very well, and it's not off to a very good start um, thus far. Um, do you guys think that the James Harden, Kevin Durant, and Ky- Kyrie can make it work? I'm being all all being on the same 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 team. I'll take a stab at it and say I think I think at least for a little bit. I don't know if this is a great long term solution um, for the team. My loyalties to this team are with Steve Nash. Um, <laughs> you know, I it was really sad and unfortunate he didn't get to get a ring in Phoenix. And and same with Mike D'Antoni, who's an assistant coach, and Mark Stoudemire, who's now an assistant coach. And um, I haven't really liked Durant before, um, but I, I kind of like him with Brooklyn, I think. And I thought even before... James Harden joined the team. I thought they were a scary group. It was going to be a really good team. I think with James Harden now added to the team, I think they could be really, really good. I just, I feel like 
Kyrie is just such an oddball. He's so bipolar from one moment to the next. Like in Boston, he was like, yeah, I'm all in in Boston. I want to be here the rest of my career. And then it seemed like five minutes later, he was like, nope, see ya. Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, if if he wants to take some personal time and, and like, help, like, the cause of, of, like, social injustice, like, good for him, like, by all means. But, like, he has a job. Like, I feel like he should be committed to the team, too. I don't feel like he's done that. And if I were a Nets fan or in the organization, I'd be really worried about the next time he he kind of chooses to do something non-basketball related, you know? Yeah, I agree with you. I, I kind of personally think the Nets are eventually going to succeed this season despite Kyrie Irving. I think Kyrie's going to hold them down, but I think that they will succeed despite him. I, I really like the duo of KD and James Harden. Um, they've already gelled and had success in Oklahoma City together, so I don't think it'll be that much of a transition between the two of them. Uh, like you say, Kyrie's the wild card. And it all depends on Kyrie, what Kyrie does. If he can you know, be humble and, and become a, a facilitator and, and score when he needs to score, then I think it could work out. But um, I don't know. I just I, I struggle to see how Kyrie in how Kyrie has played in the last couple of years is going to help the Nets more than it would hinder them. I mean, on the court, sure. I think he sh- he'll be able to help, but I think just in the locker room and you know his attitude and all that stuff, it, it it'll be interesting to see how that all gels. Yeah, I agree. Me and Ben, me and me and I keep saying Ben, but me and Jeff talked about last week how we, um, how we thought that it's going to be tough to rein in all the all the and the egos in the in in the locker room. You know, there's uh, like how Kevin Durant and Ky- Kyrie said at the, at the beginning of the year, like, well, we really don't even have, I don't even need a, a head coach. Like I, I can be the, the head coach or Kyrie can be the head, the head coach. And I'm sure that, that James Harden feels like he can do, do, do the same thing. And it's just, it doesn't sound like they have much, much respect for, for Steve Nash, um, which, which is, which is unfortunate for, for, for him because he you know I, I think he deserves that that respect but it just seems like there's so, so many egos just all in play all at the same same time it's just going to be really tough to rein them all in and get them to play together yeah so I agree and I I feel like in order to get James Harden they traded Karis LeVert who I think obviously isn't a star by any means but I mean he played great in the bubble um, last year and I feel like Karis LeVert just had so much potential I felt like he could have almost been like a maybe not a third you know part of the big three on the nets but I feel like he could have been a huge piece and they would have been able to keep other supporting role players around instead of having to trade those guys away too just to get James Harden um, you almost wish they could have done a Kyrie for James Harden and some picks yep. to swap. I yeah, feel like exactly that would have been way better for the Nets in the long run. Because now, yeah. like you say, their bench is depleted. 
Yeah. Now they have to rely on those three guys. And if, if they're not on, then they're going to be in trouble. Like we saw against Cleveland the last two games. I agree. And I think the problem is what team is going to want Kyrie Irving right now. <laughs> it's true. I mean, he's playing great. I think last night he had like 38 points. I think the night before he had like over 20 points, maybe 30 points, but why would you want to bring that guy into your organization? I think they're going to struggle defensively too. I, I, I don't feel like they're going to be an elite defensive team. I mean, how many times have we seen little clips and bloopers of James Harden, like, you know, trying to defend or guard and just lets people blow by him and just doesn't care, you know? Yeah. So can they be an elite defensive team? Sure. I think they could. They have the athletes to do it but I just don't feel like they will. I feel like in their mind, they're going to think we're an offensive juggernaut, so we don't need to defend as, as hard as as other teams. So, I think we're, we'll see, like, well, when the Nets are on anyway, they'll, they'll have, like, these high-scoring games will, like, will be, like, one, like, one four forty-five to, to 138 mm-hmm. or something like that, where they just, there's no defense involved at all, and they just shoot the lights out of the out of the ball and so it's just like i don't know and then and then the nights that they're off we'll see blowout losses to the to the calves like they had um, <laughs> this last week so it's just going to be interesting to see how they how, how they all mesh and and like i like i thought about what me and jeff were saying last week how like i was saying like it like it's like it like, i then I, mean, I don't know if steve nash like can do it but I, I don't know if any coach could do it except for me, maybe like Phil, but he's not around anymore. And so like, he's probably one of the only co- only coaches that, that could manage all of those, those egos all, all, all at once. And so it's just kind of like, I think it's just a recipe for, um, for just for disaster there. And so we'll, we'll, we'll have to see how it, how it goes as the season goes on. And you don't have a lot of defensive minds on that staff really yeah. either. And that's the other knock on, on what they have. They don't have, you know, some kind of a, a guru that's going to get them to like an Eric Spolstra to get yeah. them to focus on defense and make that their, their primary goal. So I don't know. It, it could work out, but I hope it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they have – as a player, I don't think they have like a defensive specialist either. Cause like back when the yeah. Phoenix Suns were the seven seconds or less Suns with Nash, they had Raja Bell and they had some other players that were mainly used for their defensive, um, you know, three and D guys. Yeah. And, and I don't, I don't think this team has any lockdown defenders that could guard, you know, a LeBron really well in the finals or, um, even like a Jason Tatum or, or, you know, some of those Eastern conference teams have some good scores too. Yeah. I think it's going to be something that'll be really interesting to watch over this next year and see if they can mesh and that they can click. And if they can, it could be really good. And but if they don't, it could be really, really bad for the, for the nets. Um, so we have an update on the, um, on the standings in the in the West, where where all of our teams are at, the Lakers and the Clippers are tied for first. The Jazz are tied are are tied for for second, 
I believe it's with the Blazers, I want to say. I don't remember. Uh, I think I think the Jazz are by themselves. Oh, are they, are they by, oh, okay. The last yeah, I saw I it, I thought they themselves. were tied. Okay. And then the Suns, I believe, are in fourth. And so or they're or, or in third, one of the two. Um uh, so so it's looking like it's gonna be a pr- pretty good year for, for all of our teams. What have what have you guys thought of your teams that thus 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 far in the NBA season? Ben. Um I like I like this Suns team. I really do. I watched the game last night, watched the game on Monday. Um both times, like in the first half, I was like, man, this team is so good. You know, and they would get up by like 15, almost 20 points. And they're just so much fun to watch. They're they're really improving on defense. Um, DeAndre Eaton is is really just being a consistently aggressive player this last week, something that the Phoenix Suns have been needing and like begging him to do since he joined the league. So I'm really, really happy that he's kind of um, taking on a bigger role in this team. The problem is I think both Monday when I watched and last night, despite being up by like 15, 20 points in the third quarter, fourth quarter, um, the opposing team, the Grizzlies, and then last night, um, the Nuggets were able to cut into the lead and eventually won. So I think, I think there's still some figuring out of how to work this team with Chris Paul and things like that, um, and some rotation things that that I think will help. But so I'm a little bit worried about that, just this team's ability to close. But man, I love this team. I love it so much and. Um, I don't know if I've shared on the podcast before, but my man crush is Mikel Bridges. He <laughs> is the man. I love that guy. Like, I just, I love it when he does anything on the court. You want to marry him? <laughs> <laughs> I told Kim last night, he is single. Oh, <laughs> <single>. no. <laughs> Not need to hear that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Phoenix Phoenix is looking pretty good. Um, from what I've seen of the Lakers, I watched the Golden State game the other day and the Milwaukee game on Friday, Thursday. I can't remember. But, um, I mean, I'm not overly impressed, but I feel like they're still trying to – catch their stride um i'm impressed with where they are in the standings while they're still trying to get their legs underneath them and and uh try and gel with schroeder and harrell schroeder and harrell have really impressed me um i think in that first half against golden state uh schroeder had like 18 and harrell had 12 it just really takes the pressure and the load off of anthony davis and lebron to be consistent scorers and they can do other things to be great um so overall i mean i think they're they're right where they need to be this year um they had an impressive win against milwaukee and then they had a close loss against golden state which wasn't so great but um like say once once we hit middle of the season i think that's when they're going to start catching their stride and and hopefully they'll just uh let it all go and until the playoffs 
I actually really enjoyed watching both the Suns and the and the late late league show this year. They've been they both been been really impressive. Um, I think that Chris Paul like really fits really well into what they do in PHX. I think that they that he that that trade was really really good. I I was like I had my my doubts that he, I mean, he'd be able to um, to fit fit in that well, but I've been really impressed with him, and I think that. Phoenix definitely won that won, won that trade. Mm-hmm. As far as the Jazz, um, I was really down on the Jazz last week. Uh, <laughs> I was like, "Suck!" Lost to the Knicks, and, <laughs> and then like right after that, they they went on like I think they're on like a seven game winning streak now, and so yeah. and so like they've been doing like really good. So I so maybe I need to be down on the Jazz more. So <laughs> Donovan's listening. Donovan's yeah, Donovan, listening. yeah, he's listening. Speaking of, of Donovan's listening, did you guys <laughs> did you guys see the uh, uh, the interview that he had on TNT with Shaq? I heard about it. I heard about it. Yeah, I didn't see it either, but I I did hear. I heard the audio of the interview. It's kind of weird. It was really weird. So basically, for anybody who hasn't heard it, Shaq went on there and was interviewing Don, Donovan Mitchell after their win against the New Orleans, the New Orleans Pel- Pelicans and said, um, it's like, so Don, like you're, I mean, you're one of my favorite play- players, but I don't think you have what it, what it takes to be one of the top five players in the league. And he's like, what do you think of that? And Donovan was just like, okay, I, <laughs> I, <laughs> like I, uh, and he, yeah, and he, he just kind of went on to say that uh, like that he's been, told stuff like that throughout his life and that he's just going to use it like to motivate him. And Shaq was like, good, good. That's why I said, that's why I said it. And so I just think that it's weird that Shaq players like Shaq and Charles and, and Charles Barkley choose to like try to motivate players like that. That just seems like really strange to me. What do you guys think? It's a weird way to motivate players. I mean, I, I get it, but like, I don't get it at the same time. <laughs> like on live TV too. Like, I don't know, send a text or something. And just be like, yeah. hey, bro, you're not top five. What up? <laughs> I don't know that there's a great way to do that, but I don't know. Like, I just think on national television in an interview exclusively yeah. with Donovan, like maybe if you're not interviewing him, maybe if you're just saying it, like, I don't think Donovan could be a top five player. That's one thing, but like, what's Donovan supposed to say to that? Like, yeah. what, what is he really supposed to say? Like, oh, well, screw you. I think I'm top five or, you know, because then he looks like a jerk. I don't know. Just kind of messed up. Yeah, I agree with that too. Like, obviously they're on national television in part because they're critics of the game and critics of the players. But in an interview, like, come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I mean – he could have said something like, you know, I had my doubts about your ability to be a top five player in this league, but like, and, and then asked a question like, what are you doing to kind of show to the league that you can be at that, you know? At yeah. That level? Yeah. He could have, he, he just butchered it. I don't know if he, if he could go back, I don't know if he would redo it and do it differently or if he really meant to do it as harshly and, awkwardly as it seemed but uh the weird thing was was that 
he uh, he said it at the half, and then he doubled down on it again after the game, and then asked and followed that up by asking Donovan the same question. And you so, know what I honestly think? I think it was a bet with Chuck off air. Probably I guarantee was. it was a bet. It's like, <laughs> you, Jack, you won't say it. You won't say it to his face. And then Chuck does it. Like, I could totally see that. That's just Chuck and Shaq. Like, now it makes sense. I, I could see that too, actually. <laughs> I love watching that show, though. That is a freaking funny show. Yeah, it is. Like, it's entertaining. And I think, honestly, they just do it just for the shock value. They, they, they want that show to keep being as entertaining as it is. So they got to just keep making fools of themselves. <laughs> and so <laughs> I think part of it too, is that when you turn on the show, you have no idea what's coming your way. Yeah. Like, yeah. While you're watching it, you have no idea what random topic is going to come up or who's going to make fun of who about, you know, whatever. Or who's going to tackle it who or who's going <laughs> to just weird <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think makes it really interesting and obviously keeps viewers coming back. But yeah. I just, what do you do? Yeah, it's just interesting. But it seems like the year this far, thus far has gone really well for all of our teams. And um, hopefully it keeps going this this well. And we can, like 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 I said, like, I, like me and Ben talk, 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 talked about, like I would love to see the Jazz and the Suns meet up in a 4-5 four, five, four, five matchup um in the play, playoffs i think that that would be really fun to see those on those teams bat, battle in the fir- first round and so and then and then like like Je- jeff was saying we um either of our teams could and would likely end up facing the lakers in the ne- in the next round so mm-hmm. that'd be really fun sounds have- like a road trip in the making uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You can fly out to Utah a couple times, right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So we have some Pac-12 news we need to discuss as well. So um, earlier this week, there was some news with uh, that Larry Scott announced that he and the Pac-12 are parting ways. Bye, Felicia. Yeah, bye, Felicia. To the... Um, to the joy of all the Pac-12 fans out there, Larry Scott is gone. Yes. Since, since both of you guys' teams are in the Pac-12, what do you guys think of Larry Scott, and what do you hope will happen? What do you hope happens um, from here on out? I feel like this should have happened a little while ago. I feel like ever since Larry Scott came into the conference. Um, they did add Colorado and Utah to the Pac-12, but like he's just been a little bit too much about himself, um, increasing his salary. Um, but then when the pandemic came, furloughing a bunch of Pac-12 employees, you know, just stuff like that. Um, but the performances from the schools and the teams has not been very good either, at least with the the college football and college basketball, the two main sports, because I think, I mean, obviously Oregon went to the college football playoff a few years ago, but that's been like the most significant thing that any Pac-12 team has done in the last, I don't know, five or six years. 
they haven't been good in the in the NCAA tournament for basketball, and I think Oregon's been their only team to even be in consideration for the college football playoff last several years because they they haven't really had anybody just really dominant either. So mm-hmm. I I just hope that there's a lot of other changes that whoever the new coming commissioner is just I don't know puts more more emphasis on on team success rather than his own my big hope with Larry Scott leaving which I'm relieved like I agree with you I feel like you really botched everything with the Pac-12 network and it's just frustrating to watch games on that network I get it you're trying to bring in revenue just for your conference that's great but look at what the ACC SEC Big 10, Big 12, they've all done deals with one of the big networks. And honestly, I prefer to watch it on Fox Sports or ESPN um, instead of the Pac-12 network where they can't remember, you know, what team's playing that day or, you know, stupid stuff like that. So I hope I hope that whoever comes in can maybe make a deal with one of the big networks to bring the Pac-12 um, to ESPN or Fox or, or wherever they want to go. I also hope that they get a long look at the officiating specifically with football. I feel like the PAC 12 refs have kind of been the laughing stock of college football for a while now. And it's, it's time to make a change with that. Whether you go out and hire some, some officials with uh, um, from other conferences, I mean, whatever you need to do, I think, I don't know. I think overall it's a positive move to get rid of Larry Scott, but I think, uh, hopefully they can, they can bring in somebody that's good. Um, there's been rumors like maybe Alabama's athletic director would be willing to come in and take over that, which I think would be a big significant move. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. I think that Greg, Greg Byrne would be a really good move for them. Like he's, he's, he's had success wherever he's, he's been. I think he'd be really, really good there. Yeah. Like with Larry Scott, I just think that, like you said, he's more out for for himself than he was for the entire like to benefit on the on the entire pack 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 twelve. Like he's had the offices in San Fran, and they're paying a, a bunch of money every every month to rent rent their on their office build, building there. When they have cities like like um, like like Salt Salt like like Salt Lake or. So somewhere like that where they could get an office built building cheap and give that excess money back to the schools. And um, I don't know, it just, it would just be, I mean, it'll be interesting to, to see what they do. And I think it'll, it'll benefit them and them overall, as much as I hate to say it, say it cause I don't like the, I don't like the pack pa- pa- 12. So <laughs> we're coming for you ty we're coming for you. <laughs> uh, one thing that i will say about larry scott he did bring in the two teams for the pac-12 he also proposed the 16 mega uh, super, yeah. com- super conference with like oklahoma texas texas tech which if that would have gone through that would have been huge yeah um so there were some good moves he made but overall mostly negative yeah for for sure well, to wrap up the, the episode, we'll recap the playoffs and make our predictions for the cha- championship games coming up. Um, so last week, the Chiefs beat the Browns. Um, and like Ben, like ben men- men- mentioned, that Patrick Mahomes was injured um, late in that, that game. And then the Green Bay Packers beat Jeff's Rams. Oh. And Woo-hoo! 
<laughs> How'd the Cardinals do, Ben? How'd the Cardinals do? <laughs> they didn't get an extra loss, that's for sure. Uh, <laughs> and then, then my bills, my, my, my guys that, that I declared my love for them this last week, uh, they they got the win over the Baltimore Ravens this last week, um, and so that sets up our uh, our games coming up this this week um, tomorrow uh, between the oh and and the and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers also beat the New Orleans Saints, yep. um, so that sets up the Bucks and the pa- Packers and the Bills and the Chiefs. Uh, what are what are you guys's? Uh, what's your What's your predictions for these games, and why do you like those on those teams? I'm gonna go with Packers over the Bucks. I know it's Tom Brady. Um, I know it's Gronk. I would be happy for the Bucks to win because I think Bruce Arians, the Buccaneers head coach, um, who is a former Arizona Cardinal head coach, he was a lot of fun in Arizona. Um, just an awesome personality, and I think a very underrated offensive um, guru. So I'd be happy for them to make it, but I think the Packers are are just way too dominant. Um, I could see it being close, but I think more likely the Packers pull away um, and not like win easily, but I think it'll be maybe more than one possession game. Um, and then the Chiefs versus the Bills, I'm really excited for this one. I think this could be one of the games of the year, which I feel like last year, the Patriot was it the Patriots and Chiefs that played in the AFC Championship? Yeah, I think it was. And it was uh, like a really good game. No, no, it wasn't. No? That was the year before. Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Tom Brady got bounced by Tennessee that first round. Uh, that's that's who right. Was it? Chiefs-Texans. Oh, Yeah. That's who it was. And yeah. Texans were up like 20-some points. And then the Chiefs stormed back and won. Yeah. yeah. I just think Patrick Mahomes is way good. and But, I mean, Josh Allen's really good too. But I think, I think this is going to be a really close game. I'm picking Chiefs. Um, I think Patrick Mahomes is just a bigger difference maker. Yeah, I, I have to be careful. Because this is this is on record. It's on one of our podcasts. <laughs> if I remember right, I believe my Super Bowl prediction was Chiefs Packers. So Thanks. I'm going with Kansas City. Oh, what were we gonna say, Ty? Am I wrong? Did we all pick pick the Chiefs and the Pat, Pat, Pat Packers. I I think we did. I could be right. I, could <laughs> be right. I think we all picked pick, pick them. That could be right. So <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go with. So now, great. Now I don't sound as good. Ty, thanks. Sorry. <laughs> I just not remember if we all picked them or not. I think, no, I think we did, though. That sounds I think right. we did. Yeah. Look at us picking the one seeds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think Kansas City, I think they're going to take it away from Buffalo. I hope that's a good game. Um, hopefully Patrick Mahomes can play through the whole game and everything doesn't have any more issues. Um, and then I think Tampa Bay and Green Bay, I think uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to get the win, win the championship of the Bays. And they'll go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I, I, 
I agree. I, I would like to see Tom. Like I, I've always, I've always been a huge Tom, um, Tom Brady fan. As much as people love like to hate on him, like I, I've always been a huge fan, fan of his. Um, but I just don't think that this Bucks team has enough. Um, has has enough def- defense to stop what the pa- what the Packers are going to throw throw at him. And so I think that Green Bay that they they that they run away with it, and got to go with my Bills. I declared my love for them. I got to go with my Bills. So <laughs> um, I, I I think it hurts to have like and have have Patrick Mahomes not not at I'm not at a hundred percent. I'm a huge fan fan of his as as well, and I hope that he's healthy and can play like on the whole game. Um, but I just, um, I think that the Bills are just coming in hot, and I, well, I like them to win it, and we're we're gonna have a, a, a Super Bowl of the North with Green, Green Bay and Buffalo. So. <laughs> in Tampa Bay, they're gonna be like, yeah. oh, it's like warm here. What the? <laughs> Take their snow coats off. <laughs> All right, boys, it's been a good episode. Um, as always, remember to like rate and subscribe our, our episode wherever you listen to your po- podcasts and always remember to join in on, with us with uh, in, the, in the fun on on our social media platforms on twi- twitter you can follow us at 302 talk underscore pod um, and make sure you give us a five-star review or let us know what you like or don't like about 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 the show boys it's been a good good episode been good been good it has. And if any one of our listeners wants to uh, buy me a Mikel Bridges jersey, <laughs> I'll, I'll give you a shout out on the next episode. Don't worry. Nice, nice. Just uh, DM me or DM me and I'll give you your, give you my address. So. And the same goes, goes, goes with me and, and, a, and a Stefan Diggs jersey. Oh, really? <laughs> I, love, I love me some, some Diggs, man. All right. I'm, I'm digging on digs. Dig it. <laughs> Dig it. <laughs> I'm right, wearing boys. a jersey, so I'm good. Yeah, uh, you got you got the you got LA. I got my Mookie Betts jersey on already, so we're good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. We'll see you next week. See ya. Thanks.